Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Horror on the Orange Express. It's available from Chaosium. I'm the Keeper of the Secrets, and this is episode 34. Uh, we are currently enacting passages from Limogeny del Diavolo, The Image of the Devil. Our recap will be given by Keith Craig as his character, Giles de la Grave. So, without any further delay, Let's continue our journey into the darkness. Keith? Uh, so far, this uh, crusade has not been what I thought it would be. Instead of uh, destroying the infidels and their de def defilement of the Holy Land, we've uh, sacked the city of uh, Constantinople. After we successfully uh, conquered the city, we were put on a task to uh, find evil cults here our group found ourselves trapped inside a, a church that was uh, being burnt down around us and we escaped through the crypts into the uh, cisterns underneath the city where we encountered a a honest to goodness dragon who knew who would have thought that saint george actually did fight a dragon here i thought it was just a uh, a story after we uh, chased the dragon off, we we quickly licked our wounds and left the uh, cisterns behind. However, our quest was not done. We needed to go speak to Brother Maravac, the uh, the monk that is on the plague plague boat. Finding a uh, civilian that would take us out there was easier with sim simple showing of our arms. He took took us out, but even uh, even the sword could not convince him to uh, get too close to the plague ship. We climbed climbed aboard and sp spoke with Brother Maravac, who was very uh, accommodating, knowing that that he carried the the vile leprosy. He told us about about a uh, a suit of armor that would uh, show its weakness if shown at an oblique angle to the light. Then he uh, advised us to find an octagonal tower that is a, an ochre cut color that whose top is red. Even though I'd struggled to find the church earlier, I remembered quite clearly where that, that tower was. We decided that rowing to get, get closest would be faster than cutting across the city. So we set out post-haste. Once we uh, landed, we started making our way across Constantinople, and uh, the tower was in sight. However, some foul golems or constructs started attacking us they were winged and uh we would swing at them and you would hit them but it's like they had no organs that they needed to live you had to completely destroy them i was attacked and had one attack on my back starting to choke me but i smashed it up against a, a wall and then s stepped on it with that i decided to make a sprint for the tower as obviously our element of surprise was gone i was shocked to hear a voice i i knew a fellow knight gomeray who uh was this who i heard was sending out people to go looking for us 
as the others caught up, we peeked around the corner and saw that he was wearing the the very the very armor that we were we were wanting. I don't think I'm going to see the Holy Land. Thank you very much, Keith. So you guys are kind of been hiding around the corner. Uh, a lot of the men have left, but four men have remained with uh, Circle Marie. Um, so how do you want to proceed then? Um, I thought we ended last time by uh, by charging at them. You're going to charge? Okay. Oh, I was going to try and see if we could get get a glimpse, you know, of where the weak point is by maybe the light hitting his armor just right. Well, it's so one of those you, things that you sort of have to move around okay. to get I mean, if you at the perfect angle. Prepare your crossbow, of course, and then you fire, and, and then we charge. We we also waited the for the way. right moment for most of his his thugs to disperse to search for us throughout the city. Correct. Okay. All right. Uh, yep. So I'm going to try and kind of uh, you know kind of move my head around, you know. Obviously, I'll probably have to step out to where he might see me, but try and get that angle so I can see. Okay. Um, do a stealth roll. Okay. Yeah, I got a decent spelling. Oh, uh, 25 out of 45 is just a regular. Okay. So you step out in order to get a better look at him and... In that particular moment, he is looking down at one of his men saying something to him. So he's not looking in your direction. But you don't quite see anything. Uh, you, Your comrades have told you that it's there. So mm-hmm. okay. what do you want to do in that moment? Since I don't see it and they're planning to charge, I'm going to take a shot at the guy that he's talking to. Since I think okay. his armor is impenetrable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, thirty-six. Uh, I'll spend one one point to make it a hard. Okay. Um, you were going to hit then, perhaps right in the guy's back or between his shoulder blades. Go ahead and roll for damage. Okay, and a crossbow does two d six, or one, and another one. Two points. Wow. Okay. <laughs> So the guy's got armor on uh, your your arrow. Um, it penetrates enough to probably wound the guy, but uh, the arrow, the bolt falls away because it's not enough to, to actually penetrate. And in that moment, of course, Gomery looks up and he says, it's them. Kill them. They're traitors. And the, the four four soldiers turn and uh, they get ready to rush. They're They're going to rush at you. So as they start moving towards Giles, this is where we ambush them. Exactly. By surprise and stuff. Indeed. Okay. So they they come towards you, and uh, Giles, uh, they are uh, rushing. They're 10 feet from you uh, with their swords drawn. They're not going to take turns fighting you. Uh, Go ahead and roll if you want to 
dodge and then the rest of you can jump out or the rest of you are going to jump out to surprise them but yeah we don't want oh, them yeah. we don't want to let them all get to guiles and kill okay. them like, as yeah. they're approaching him or we jump out surprise interdict them as they try to go for guiles okay um so go ahead and well let's go in in our decks order uh we'll have dorian go first yeah, you mean Martinez? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Martinez. Dorian <laughs> will read the passage first. Yes, yeah, so I'll read the passage about Martinez Delinos. Um, as I as he comes out to sl- slash with sword, I will give you actually. I'll give you a uh, uh, because you guys are surprised. I'll give you guys a bonus dice. Okay. Well, that's a hard. Okay. Uh, no, just a hard. Just, just a, a hard. I, I got. Hard. I got a double o four. So, <laughs> as you as you leap out, um, you stop. You know, he brings down his sword and he's slashing it at Giles, but uh, uh, he's twisting around t- towards hitting at you. Um, and he does. He does one point of damage to you, so he hits against your armor. Probably you're not really hurt. You've got armor on. Um, uh, Gabriel. You're all surprising. Or, at the, uh, I'm Andre. sorry, Andre. I'm sorry, Andre. I wrote down your other character name. Sorry. All right. So... With a bonus dice that went from a 76 to a 16. So I'll spend I, one point to make that an extreme. You don't have to. I got a 76. Okay. So you can do damage to the first one or the second one. 10. Oh my god. Basically, you leapt out and ran him through the middle with your sword. Uh let's see. Uh uh, uh, Renault, yeah. Ah, uh, with a bonus die. Oh, please work, because that was a ninety-two, and and a thirty-two. Ooh, that's a hard. Okay. Ah, there's a hard. Is that? Yep, that's that good enough. Yeah, excellent. So let's see, and a D. This is a two, and a two is four points of damage. Okay, ah. work that off. So you are engaged in combat with him. Uh, uh, Gunter, you can act again. All right, Gunter will read about how uh, Gilda Graves will t- will take another shot, but this time he's going to shoot at uh, Gromay, Gomery. Gomery. Okay. Uh, just regular. Okay. Your uh, your bolt flies at him and hits him mid chest, and it just seems to chink off before it actually even hits him, okay. um, as if nothing happened. Uh, as a result, what he decides to do is turn around and ride back towards the the tower, uh, almost without almost without like concern. He's not even in a hurry, but he's. Obviously, seeing what's happening in the battle, and he's just going to go to his tower. 
Um, and uh, Roland. I'm sorry. Yeah, Roland. Or Brother yes. David. Or Brother, Brother David. David. Sorry. Yes. Should have written Gummer. <laughs> Yeah. Good Maria is going into the tower to heat up his pitch for us. How delightful. We'll have a warm welcome. Uh, all right. Uh, one strike with the mace, 41. Second strike with waste, 001. All right. So uh, you hit a good hit one really well. 1d6 plus 1d4. Oh, I guess it's max, isn't it? With an 01. That would be so max. That's, yeah. that's 10. My mace okay. has finally found its mark. You uh, you hit him and knock him flat onto the ground. Uh, he's wearing armor, so he's not dead, but uh, it wouldn't take much more to just squish his helmet. All right. Uh, one of these is going to go then for uh, Dorian. Was uh, I'm sorry, Dorian Martinez. I'm sorry, Martinez. Was yeah. was that was that was our surprise attack? That's correct. And now we now we go into okay, got it. Yeah. Right. Great, so they great. were coming to attack you, so now they get the they get an attack. Um we've gotten two out of the four of them down, so yeah. Right. Um so this one's going to swing for uh Martinez. Uh, no. Do you want to fight or? I uh, well, I am going to fight. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna try okay. to fight back. Uh, he got a ninety-one. So I got a ninety-three. All right. So, so you swing, you clash swords, bang, bang, bang. Nothing happens. Uh, deadlock. Um, uh, Andre. This guy is going to swing for you. He must want to die like his fighting back. I got a 38, which is... I'll spend a point to make it a hard success. Okay, because he got a hard success. Oh. Um, so, so even if I tie, he still beats me. No, you went, uh, yeah, because he's attacking you. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, that's right. You're, and you're attacking. All right. Yeah. So, so he manages to hit you. Luck. Uh, he manages to hit you, and he does five. You have uh, armor. Time. Yeah. A little bit of armor to block. <laughs> my armor, I rolled an eight on my armor. Oh, okay. So it, it it bruises you a little underneath your armor, but it doesn't hurt you. Uh, Renaud. We. Oui. Okay, so I'm going to, the, the one that I was working on that I got a good four points into. Yeah. Oh, I just want to finish that little dirty, rotten cultist bad guy off there and see what happens oh not with the seven oh no a 75 that's still a hit oh that's a regular hit and i got an <laughs> i got an 89 so i'm not stopping you ah take that you foul three plus come on something nice so ooh, three plus three that's six ten yeah. into this I'd say you managed to knock him off of his feet and then slip the slip the sword through, you know, the gap in his armor and finish him off. So you've got you've killed two of them. Uh, one of them is on the ground, wounded uh, under Brother David's foot. Uh, the 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 last one is going to 
go for uh, uh, gills, Kyle's. Okay. I will dodge because I have a crossbow in my hand. Okay. A zero two on the dodge. That is an extreme. Do a really good dodge. I got 89. Yeah. So he misses you. Um, at this point, when he sees that his comrades are down, he starts yelling for reinforcements and turns to run away uh, to get the others. Uh, so there is a moment when his back is turned. Mm -hmm. uh, but Brother David, do you want to coup de gras your fellow on the ground? Uh, you know, I think these are actually innocents who don't know that Gomery is not really Gomery. So I'm not eager to finish them off, except this fellow is going to call for reinforcement. So I th I'd rather swing on him. Okay. I, we, you know, we, or we can handle, we have enough trouble in the castle. So, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to do that because I rolled a 94. Okay. I got an 87. So we, he missed you. You missed him. Yeah. And he sort of leaps up and over the guy on the ground and, uh, and starts running uh, or clanking along. Uh, I think it's uh, a worth a shot, Delagraf, as they say. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. let you uh, try and shoot him if you want. All right. I'll bravely shoot him in the back. What heroes uh, do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Regular. Okay, I got a 91, so he's right. not he's not able to defend himself. Um, go ahead and roll. God, fucking the 2d6. I did three points. Okay. <laughs> you your uh, your bolt goes through his armor and jams into his shoulder as he's running away. But it didn't really stop him. I'd have slowed him a moment enough to maybe tackle him. No, we have to I'm going for the tower. Uh, if we can finish this before reinforcements come back, he will be slowed. Yeah. Uh, and they've scattered all over looking for us. So let's let's see if we can remove this foul helm and armor before right. we are inundated. So you're running towards the tower? No. All right. Um if if the four run for the tower, if I think I can tackle this guy that's going to run off and get others. Uh he's already too he's far wounded. away. Oh he's too far away? Okay. I'll join yeah. the tower. And you know and that those need... other soldiers aren't that far away. Got it. Although they were dispersed, so he will right. only get a group of them. Uh, we need to look at the tower for um, traps, of course. He might, uh, you know, I wasn't joking about the boiling pitch. All right. What's, so you... the, what's the edifice of the tower like? Is it one portcullis stone entryway? Are there... Uh, it is a uh, it is an octagonal tower. It uh, it goes almost straight up. It has very little uh, narrowing at the top. Uh, the The very top of it seems to have its it be its like its own level. So kind of imagine like it looks like a big lighthouse. Mm -hmm. um, the bottom of it doesn't have anything more than a. Uh, a doorway that looks like a, a little arched doorway. Um, 
the tower itself is kind of a dark ochre color and the top of it is red um but the the door is not it's not there's not a door it's not there's no door actually there just an opening is is the uh architecture suggestive of a form that we know i mean it's not a lighthouse it's not it doesn't look like a fortification probably early byzantine yeah and what kind of use would it seem to have maybe just a lookout tower Mm. is the top crenellated uh it is not it's it doesn't seem to it doesn't seem to have an outside it's not like a tower you can get on top of it's a it's a little peaked roof on the top of it Uh um Right, but it is, is you are not from up there you're sure that you could be able to see out into the the golden horn but we think he sent all of his men or all of the men that are following him unknowingly perhaps did any of the uh any of his force look like the fellow that was following uh when we were besieged at the church no i think those guys want to kill him as well to take the simulacrum. Right. Yeah. Gomery a... uh, was dressed like a Frank. A Frank. Yeah. 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 And Gomery fought with you at the siege. We think that this right. is did. The, an illusion or something of the kind. So, yeah. All right. Um, so uh, I'm going to, you know, mindfully stick my head into the arch and see if there's anything going on there before you even stick your head in the stench uh hits your nostrils there is the smell of death and decay inside Mm. uh when you look inside there is there is a large wooden door but it is open uh it's just thrown back there is on the ground uh, across from where you're entering there is a staircase going up to another the the second level uh which is maybe 20 feet above um the tower is much taller than that so you if this is the average you'd guess there might be six or seven floors um the staircase has no railing it is just stone steps built into the wall of the structure itself the floor in here is scattered with human bodies that have decayed and rotted and there are bones and blood and gore everywhere these look like soldiers and people who have been slaughtered yeah gonna say a little prayer over this charnel house it might be wise, Delagrave, for you to lead with the ranged weapon. All right. Agreed. Uh, it's dusk. Is that what I remember? Or no, we uh, did we say that in the morning? Midday. I think it's midday. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. we went to the plague ship late at night. Yeah. So the tower. Oh, right. We we slept not long on the on the skiff right uh so uh it's probably if it's a conning tower there's probably ample light coming in we don't have to worry about that well there are no windows at this level uh-huh. well I'll go so right by fairly you fairly shady dark yeah 
because if if someone leaps out hand to hand, you won't be able to deal with that. So it does not look like there is any place on this first floor to hide. Uh, it's okay. basically a big circular octagonal room with stairs going. All right, well. mind, mind your footing with all this gore. Start going up the steps then. Indeed, you can't you can't cross the floor without the crunch of bones under your feet. Mm. All right. So you get to the stairs and you start to go up. The second floor is somewhat the same. There are gory uh, corpses lying all over. These seem much more fresh. Um, there is blood and viscera. Their intestines have been pulled out and uh, somehow sort of woven together in strange, what seem like it must mean something. And their blood has been used to cover the walls in some sort of characters. You'd guess that they're Turkish letters. And they seem to be spelling out what all, for all intents and purposes, look like prayers in that language. Do any of you have Turkish? No. No, yeah. I have Arabic, but not Turkish. Right. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. So you don't know what they say. You can all do sanity rolls. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> uh, I do have a cult, though. May I try that? Sure. Sanity. Pass on sanity. Yeah, I passed. I would say that there's some really dark black magic stuff going on here. This is yeah. obviously the work of a diabolist, somebody worshiping Satan and the devils. Um, and from from what you've seen of those winged demons, you know, no. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh, did anybody, any of you lose? I failed. Sanity. Oh, one one d four. You lose one sanity if you pass. You lose one d four if you lost. Three. Mm -hmm. I took four. I have a hard success for my occult. Is there anything more specific than the obvious fact that this is devil's work? Not really. Not not unless you can read the right. Read the language. Yeah, Turkish is not like Arabic. No. Mm. No. Um, all right. So you're going to head up to floor three. Um, floor three pre uh, um, presents an even more gruesome sort of picture. There are chains hanging from the ceiling, and there are body parts, uh, human torsos that hang from the hooks. Um They've been arranged and hung in a circle uh, about 20 feet across, and their entrails have been pulled out, and they make a complex pattern of lines with their entrails on the floor. Uh, it's the, uh, the stairs is on the other side of the room. Uh, you've steeled yourselves a little bit, though, to what horrors you're likely going to see, so you don't have to do a sanity roll again. Flanders, can you cut some of these apart as you pass? I feel as though they might be some attempt to ward or 
perhaps oh, further summon demonic presence. With pleasure, Brother David. So, so as Renaud steps forward and swings his sword and slices through the uh, the intestines, uh, the pattern on the floor is disturbed. And as it does, it suddenly begins to pull together and coalesce. And suddenly being sort of manufactured in front of your eyes is one of these skin devils composed of body parts and entrails and everything that flaps its wings into existence and screeches to come and attack you. Hmm. Dear God. Is that a sand check? <laughs> we'll we'll do we'll deal with that after that. Oh, <laughs> so it's yeah. coming straight at it's coming straight at Renaud. So So I'll, I'll, if I can, I'll try to swing at it as it comes. But yeah, you can defend if yourself. I'm, if I'm stunned, I understand. It's immediately attacking. And this room is... Ooh, that is a hard... Ooh, should I bring that to an extreme? Uh, you don't need to. You don't need to. Uh, you win. 22. So do some damage to it. All righty. Here we go. Come on. Damage be nice this time. Hey, there's a nice one. Seven plus, well, one. Oh, still, eight. Okay. You you hit it and you knock it to the floor where it flaps. And as it does this, you suddenly start to notice all of these bodies begin to quiver and twitch like they're still alive. Um, uh, you haven't killed it, and it seems to be drawing more of these entrails into itself and rebuilding. Uh, the rest of you can act. Uh, we can start with uh, Martinez. Uh, Martinez. Blackest necromancy. Perhaps we should withdraw and set the tower aflame. Isn't it so dumb? I don't know what it's to dumb. do. There's there uh, may be some some wood support beams. So. Do you want to just watch? <laughs> I guess for now, but so we can oh we should do we should not. I don't think we should attack it yet. We do not know what this is. No, we have to we have to kill all the abominations. I want to go for one of the corpses that are starting right. to the twitchy corpses hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm just gonna observe it actually can't do anything so mm -hmm. if you want to just start hacking at them like pinatas yes that's what i want to do <laughs> i don't know what a pinata is but keep your eyes open <laughs> that is what andre is gonna do all right I believe it's spanish for small evergreen <laughs> so just I, i'm not even gonna make you roll for this because these things aren't fighting back unless you're going to go for the skin devil that's rebuilding itself um, you start hacking at the hanging corpses, and you find that when you hit them, uh, they begin to bleed uh, as if they were uh, still alive. Um, but very quickly, they stop twitching once you start doing that. Mm, nice. Um, is anybody going to go for the skin devil? Oh yeah, I, I'm going to follow my attack up with it. With as it's down, what I would do in combat, I just follow through. Now that it's down, I'd keep on wailing at it and and hacking it until it stops moving. Okay, go ahead. 
All right. Is it do do I get a bonus because it's down and, and not uh, doing yeah. much? Or? I I honestly think that you couldn't miss. So oh, okay. uh, just well, do three, damage to it. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, there's an 18. Okay. So damage. Let's see. Come on. Be nice. Ooh, eight plus. Oh, come on. Is that not another one? Is it? Come on. Sorry. It's hard to see. Oh, it's a four. Yeah, it's max damage. All right. Well, so, so what's happening in this room is it part of this whole thing makes you angry that mm -hmm. this monster has done this horrible thing to these people. And you, you, you vaguely, you, you imagine these are all soldiers and knights and and townspeople and stuff that have been chopped up. So you just, you know, like a berserker, start chopping everything up, and it twitches and it quivers, and then it falls to the ground and it stops. Um, you can see also that from the stairs going to the next level. Um, there is light coming from up above, but you think that it might be torchlight. I am going to continue charging up the steps to the okay. fourth level. Come up to the fourth level. And the room seems to be partly filled with bodies once again. Um, they have been mangled. They have been torn and 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 shredded and and everything else. They've been piled. Some of them have been beheaded. Some of them have had limbs chopped off. Some are just limbs lying on the ground, and they're all twitching, like they're still alive, even though that's impossible. Yeah. But uh, there are torches in here that are lit, and there are stairs continuing upward. You can also hear noises coming from up above, flappings, and so perhaps if some of you have worked with pigeons or falcons, it sounds like something flapping upstairs like a, a roost or a mm -hmm. place where the they devil's... keep animals. The devil's dovekit is what it sounds like. This desecrator has probably got a team of those winged sacks of guts. Really, we can't just go downstairs and fill the first floor with good port <laughs> and set the whole tower on fire. The suit can't burn, but he can be burned out of it, perhaps. Those fools who have fallen for this deception will surely not allow this. The uh, the building itself is mostly stone, so... Corpses burn if they get hot enough, but it's true. Downstairs, it's we're likely to be assailed. Mm. All right, next floor. Yep, keep pressing. Christ be yeah. with us. Who's going up the stairs first? I am. Right. As you come up, out. you immediately realize what you're seeing as you get to the next level. But we'll call it the Skin Devil Feast Hall. <laughs> there are large tables laid out with piles of body parts that continue to wiggle and quiver. And there are six 
of these large skin devil creatures in the room that are feasting on the, uh, the bodies. Um, when you come up uh, and they see you, they're, of course, going to scream horribly and come to attack you. Okay. Uh, so let's see, uh, uh, Martinez. Uh, this time I'm definitely not hesitating. I am attack. I'm not going to watch. I will attack this time. Okay. You've already you've called kind of figured that they're not that good at attacking. You don't want them to get their intestines around your neck. <laughs> four. Four. Yes, I'm four. not even going to have you roll for damage. You cleave one of them in half as it comes at you. So that's one down. Uh, Take uh, that. Andre. Yeah, I want revenge. Um, Go ahead and see if 31 you 31 is a hard success. That's better than my roll. So once again, you cleave one of them as it flaps towards you. Um, uh, Renaud. Not okay. Let's see. Let me keep it going. Uh, oh, hey, 36. That is, wait for it. Uh, 36. Oh, 37 is the heart. So that's a hard. That's just under hard. This one is a little bit more wily. Got a 004. Oh, no. So as it flaps around you and somehow manages to avoid your sword, it is going to throw a noose around your neck of intestines. Um, and it's got you, it's got you all of a sudden by the throat. Um, not Gunter, uh, 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 Giles. All right. Uh, is there, does the stairway continue up? It does. All right. I am going to. Uh, sorry, Renaud. We must must stop the chop the head off the snake. I'm going to run, try and run up the steps to the next floor because okay. these skin devils are just his tools. The uh, the stairs this time they seem to be a little longer as they're winding around and going up. And when you get to the top, there is a large, heavy door that is barred closed. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna try and slam into it to break it open, but okay. To uh to a strength roll. Ah, my good attribute. Sixty-eight is just a regular. Yeah, uh almost no damage to it at all. Yeah. It, it, oh. it you bounce back and uh yeah, it's a good heavy oak door. It must be iron branded. <laughs> uh roll uh not Roland, uh Brother David. There are still three of these things. Well, it's the one on Brother Arnold that I'm worried about. Right. Which is why I threw my die on the floor. All right. Oh, sorry, Arnold. 98. Once again, there is kind of a, a ballet of, of death as it's lifting him partly off the ground and dragging him around. Uh, 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 okay. Well, Gunter, you're at the top of the stairs. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Martinez, you're muted. 
I was that stunned by the display that I had, <laughs> could not speak. I am going to help Renard, obviously. I cannot okay. leave him. Oh, shit. Uh, 89 will not help you. Okay. It's got him about four inches off the ground. He's hanging by his neck. Um, uh, Andre. Flanders, there's still time to confess your sins. Now, there are still two of these things coming at you. I know. So I'm going to hack at one of them. Okay. Can't let these things. If we all get things around our necks, then we're, you know, Mm -hmm. we're all going to die. So I'm going to try to fight off the the others. Oh, six. Yep. You cleave one of them. So you've really only got the two that are left, one of which is occupied with Renaud. Um, And it is uh, Renaud's turn. I would like to try to. To hack and slash at it if I can. You're or with your sword. Do it with a penalty dice. Do it with a penalty dice now. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. All right. Let's see. All right. Ooh, oh, darn it. Look at that. There's a 16. That's a critical. But now for the penalty die. 36 is still a hard because 37 is the hard. Okay. I'll say that you managed to deftly swing your sword around and slice through the intestines and you that- drop. He dropped six inches to the ground. Uh, let's see. Uh, now it's uh, Gunter. I mean, uh, yep. uh, Giles, you're up at the door. Uh, I'm going to try and uh, force it one more time. I don't think I got, got that last shot in very well. Okay. I can do a strength roll. Okay. Gosh. Uh... I want to break this door down, so I'll spend the uh, fourteen to get a hard. Okay, um, roll a one d four. Okay, one. You clack into it. You 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 know bash into it with whatever you're you're fighting yeah. with, uh, and you're doing some damage, but it's it's pretty heavy door. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, uh, Roland, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, uh, brother David. Uh, we have one flapping bag of filth. Correct. Squirming from within as its feast is still moving. So I'll try to mace it. 45 is a regular only. Okay. You got a bad roll. So you... You get it when it's near the wall, and you just smash it against Ugh. the wall with your mace. Ugh. It takes uh, Renaud only a couple of seconds to slice the other one that uh, that was still sort of flopping, and all of these things are dead. And it's terrifying to look around the room and see all the stuff on the table is quivering somehow. Um, you all see... Uh, you see Giles up on the stairs trying to bash in the door, but it looks like he's not getting very far. No. Can we, is there, maybe we'll, if we bring a table up the stairs, we can use it as a ram? ram. There's not much room for that, but well, maybe, maybe a torch, we could maybe set the, get the, get the door to catch and fire burn mm. wood. Be well, if you're cooperative or if you can chop at it with something, you can. 
you're thinking yeah. that maybe if you could get the sword through the door and lift up, you could mm-hmm. lift whatever Does is anyone, barring the door. Anyone sure. have an axe? I don't have an axe, which would be obviously ideal. Well, Brother <laughs> David does have a mace. I've got a mace. The mace is our best option, I think. Battery door down. And if we if we uh, turn our swords around and use the pommel, exactly. Start bashing it that way. Uh, regular success with a mace. Okay. Which the damage is one d six plus db. Should I do that? Go ahead. Yeah. Seven. Okay. Rather than prolong it, you hear a crack. Um, you hit it again, you hear a, a sharper crack, and the door suddenly flings inward. Um, you look inside, and there is a, a horrible stench, the stench of death. Um, there is almost a palpable thickness to the air as you are, as you're stepping inside. Uh, it's a large circular more or less room on the far side there is a a raised steps going up and you can see gomery standing there facing away from you and there is a large wooden structure maybe 20 feet around a circle and in the middle of it is stretched human skins that have been stitched together to make a kind of kind of looks like a trampoline on its side. And towards the center of this skin circle, the skin seems to be twisting and moving, and there's kind of a purplish blue light. That, that sort of defies explanation. It hurts your brains to look at it. Um, you can see Gomery is standing there. He still looks like he's in full armor. And you can definitely see the glint of something around him. And in his hand, he has what looks like a, a small knife. I mean, it certainly isn't a sword. It's more of a dagger. But it's you know, maybe maybe that long at the most. And as you bash in the door, he turns towards you and he says, you fools. Uh, you're going to ruin everything. Good. That's right. I want to go and cut his skin thing open. Okay. And if he's not between me and it. He is between you and it. Yeah, the thing is kind of his altar, I guess. Yeah. Um, you can all do sanity rolls as you're in here. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Uh, oh, a, nice. Oh, 29, I passed. Pass. I also passed. Okay. Oh, if you, if you passed 1d3, if you failed 1d8. Oh, oh I still nice. lost three on a pass. Nice. Yeah, me oh, too. I also lost three. three. Me too. Wow, so we got we lose three. Nobody got five I lost or more. Three. All right. <laughs> I lost. Failed, but lost three. In unison. 
How did we all lose free? <laughs> That's Very strange. Exactly how horrific it is. Technically, exactly three horror. It's, yeah. it's a, <laughs> it, this is the only horror that's objective. It's objective. A three horror. <laughs> so from somewhere in the room, up above in the rafters of the building, two more of these skin devils suddenly come swooping down towards you. Um, I'm going to do it quickly. One of them rolled a 90-something. So one of you... Shoo, Cuts it down. Uh, the other one's rolled a six. Okay. Um, since since Andre said something, we'll say that as he leaps forward, this thing attacks him. So go ahead and see if you can beat a two or a three. I picked up my dice. I don't remember what I just said. You rolled a four. A four. All luck. I did not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I don't uh, have the, enough luck to spend to get it down. Yeah. Uh, the thing is going to leap onto you and try and seek its teeth into your neck. Cool. I'm not stopping. I want to go for that stupid altar thing. Okay. Everybody else is thinking the same thing? I'm going to just shoot my arrow at it, like where the bluish purplish light. Try okay. Make that like the bullseye. So is is everyone else going for the target that he's working with the stretched skin? I'm going to try to I'm going to mace at his legs. I'd like to get the suit of armor on the ground so we could look for its glint. Yeah, okay. I was thinking the same thing. I will the assist strange, brother the, David. The strange purplish light when he's standing in front of it, you can definitely see like sparkles along where his shoulders are and where his neck is and where his mm. legs are. So you're definitely seeing it because of that light. Okay. So then I'm going to, I guess I'll go for the tarp then because it's a sword that should take the suit apart. I'm not going to bash okay. into those. And the, uh, the tarp is on the other side of it. So he's between you and the tarp. So, okay, let's go in order once again. Um, we'll say, uh, Martine, what do you do? Uh, Martinez is taking a moment to observe. He, as a young knight, it is a very, uh, it gets to him a bit more. So he would rather watch Renard, the more experienced knight. Uh, okay. Go for uh, uh, Andre, go next. Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm just going for the uh, the stretch skin. Okay. He is going to attempt to intervene as you're coming towards him, and, which is odd because all he's got is that little knife. Mm -hmm. um, go ahead, Andre. 74 is a regular success. Okay. He got a 16. Oh. So as you come forward towards him, and he boldly, without any kind of fear, sort of steps towards you, moving. He brings that knife down in front of you. And he scores a hit. And it slices through your armor and into your skin as oh. if there was nothing there. Mm. And you suddenly have a horrifying, gaping wound Six points of damage. That drops me to zero. 
but it's not bleeding and you're not dying. It is excruciatingly painful. So you can do a con roll to see if you just fall to the ground in agony. I fall to the ground in agony. <laughs> you fall to the ground in agony. Thus the devil carves the flesh for his feasts. While this well, this thing is still on my back, so uh, Andre is in a bad state of affairs. Yeah, and that thing's probably going to try to eat you, but uh, um, uh, let's see. Uh, Renaud. Okay, well, my original goal, I'll, I'll carry on with it because it was sort of all simultaneous. I was going with Brother David to tackle him. Okay. And uh, I'll, I'll go with my sword to try to wedge it through his armor and get up into him. Okay. Start maybe prying it off. Go ahead and swing at him. Oh, okay. So this is sort of a, a, a creative gouge. Ooh, wow, 16. Yeah, that's a, that's a, a extreme. Okay. You, um, your sword, let's say your sword goes right between his legs, and then you attempt to sort of pry and pull. When you do, um, there are definitely like blue-green sparks that fly from whatever is protecting him. He doesn't seem to actually be cut. Um, but you can see for a moment there's a flash of light that seems to go around his hips and the, one of the legs that you're you're hitting on, um, but it doesn't it doesn't seem to do any damage. My my goal is to like like get in there and like, like try pry. To, like pry like you know just press it home with ripping it out. Trying what's, to at least... what's odd is he seems to almost be impervious to inertia. Um, it's like he's a statue. It's like he's hard oh, as a rock and you're Jeez. trying to trying to do it. But you can see definitely these lines Ow. where the armor is attached. Br Brother David, you were you were going with him. Uh, when I realized that the glints were making the gaps evident, I decided to go for the tapestry. But since Andre has fallen in front of it with that thing on him. I'm going to try to bash the thing. Okay. I probably don't understand that Andre's already badly off. 41 is a regular only. Um, um, the thing is kind of pinned underneath him, so it's fairly easy to smash it. All right. Um, but as you look at Andre's wound, it's horrifying. I mean, it's a good four-inch deep gouge going through him and he should be gushing blood and he should be dying but he is hysterical with pain this is how they prepare the food for the, the soul suckers i um i'm gonna have to take a moment of prayer to decide whether i need to bash andre's head in right but if the thing's not eating him that's a good start We'll call that a little bit of sanity. You can do you can do a sanity loss as you're close up and looking at this. Giles. Yeah. I'm I'm going to shoot my bolt at the uh purplish light. Okay. Coming from the tap the skin tapestry. 
99. Okay. Well, I was going to give it to you anyway. Your bolt flies straight towards the center. I mean, how could you miss the thing? Yeah. yeah. Across, <laughs> but your bolt just sort of goes and disappears into it. You don't see the bolt. It's as mm. if it were some sort of magical gateway what? that you're shooting at. Uh, let's see. So now let's go back up to the top. Uh, well, first this guy, he's going to, uh, he's already got Andre. So he is going to go for a Roland since Roland got is near Andre. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, brother David. Mm -hmm. Um, and he is going to attempt to slash with this knife that he has. Uh, what do you want to do, brother David? I'm uh, dodge I, or attack. Yeah. I yeah I I uh, I I think I'm going to swing the mace at him because I'm pretty outraged at the condition okay. of my brother. Sixteen is uh, is that hard or extreme? It's uh, I will spend to make it extreme. Okay, okay. Well, in that case, as he swings down at you with this knife. Uh, you bring your mace up and hit him. I'm supposed to roll for this. You hit him in his left arm. And when you do, there is a the sound of almost like the sound of broken glass hmm. as there's a flash of blue light and this whatever it is, invisible, breaks loose and falls onto the ground. It looks like a human arm. It's kind of purple colored, uh, and it's it's just laying there. What's really weird when you look at it is it doesn't look like a piece of armor. It looks like a statue's arm. Yeah, um, not something that could be worn. I'm going to, of course, begin uh, praying loudly in Latin. He uh, His reaction to it is, no, you fool, and he pulls back. And kind of turns himself so that well, so that his left arm is away from the combat. Mm. He still has the knife in his right hand. I'm going to interrupt my Latin to scream Achilles' arm, <laughs> and go back to prayer. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're back up to uh, uh, Martinez. Martinez, who, uh, by the way, during his. Moment of recollection before while you guys were gone. He did get his little bottle of special liquid, which is just water, and poured it over himself. And now he is going to, especially after Brother David shouted, charge heroically towards the man and try, okay. just try to do something. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Let's see. 22. That is a hard success. I can spend the look to make it an extreme. If you got a heart as well. I can... he's, he's, he's attempting to dodge. Um, so you'll need to get an extreme to hit him then. If he's yes. Right. I'll just spend, I'll just spend the, uh, the points of luck, which is where the fuck is, 
Which is six point no oh. eight points of luck to spend. Okay. There we go. Oh, uh, you swing and uh you hit. And you hit his right arm as this happens. Now he doesn't let go of the knife, which he still has, but the same sort of weird thing happens, like little bolts of blue electricity, and the right arm comes falling off and hits the ground with a clatter. Um, and it also looks like a purplish colored statue, not something hollow. Um, so now he's kind of furious. Um, he is going to attempt to leap away from you and up, up right in front of his trampoline and holds the knife up and starts chanting something as he's facing this altar. Uh, and it is, uh, it's, well, Andre, you're on the ground screaming. Uh, it's uh, Renaud. Oh, I'm going to do my best to make sure he does not make it there because I was in melee with him before, so he should be right there. So I'm going to try my best to to come down on one of his two unarmored arms. And there is a 34. 37 is hard. 15. So I can make that. Yeah, I can make that an extreme if need be. That's going to be a lot of luck. Well, I'm but... going to say that if you make it an extreme, um, you do cut through his left arm, oh, and you also your your sword crashes into his hip, and there is once again sort of a a, a blinding flash of blue lightning, and. Uh, the pieces of the armor fall down onto the ground and uh, he screams out, uh, grabbing a hold of his arm and wheels around and he says, a curse on you, a curse on you and this entire crusade. <laughs> Giles, you're going to shoot him with your bow and arrow, yep. with your uh, crossbow. crossbow. Yeah. Right in the stupid face. <laughs> okay. And uh, I'm going to spend 12 to make that an extreme. All right. Uh, your bolt goes right into his forehead. And there's, a, if he was yelling anything at that moment, he stops. He, he goes kind of cross-eyed for a moment, and he drops to the ground. And when he drops to the ground, he begins to slump into a kind of gooey ooze. And the altar, the lights go out on the altar, and the skin begins to instantly begins to rot and fall to the ground. And the skin devils, they immediately slurp, slurp into goo and horror. <laughs> and... There would be silence, except that Andre is in excruciating pain laying there on the ground. Flanders, if you can see to his wounds, I'll pray for him, but we may I'll, not. I'll do everything I can with my knowledge of medicine and battlefield dressing. He is in so much pain, wouldn't it be to say last rites and... You know, puts him down. Where's the gash again? 
It's just in like his arm? right across his chest. Oh, across the chest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> okay. I, well, I guess if everyone's, I'm going to throw some liquid on Andre, some cleansing liquid <laughs> yeah. water. And then see you in another life, Andre. Wow. Like You're going to dispatch Andre? Okay. Yeah. Just sword straight down. The old okay. coup de grace. Maybe in his brain, maybe in his when heart. You, when, you, when you pierce or cut or kill any other part of his body, um, he bleeds. And uh, after just a matter of moments, you know, he bleeds out. And he's dead. Um, yeah. I, I do. Hi, I'm sorry. The altar is disintegrated. Um, and uh, you soon find out, well, that everything that was twitching in this building is no longer twitching. It is now rotting like normal rotting things rot. Um, do a this spot tower. hidden for me. This tower will never be clean. No. We must take these, this right. statue somewhere. Ooh, I, I spot everything. Spot hit. Yeah, I rolled right. a one. Oh, oh okay. there you go. What he saw. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I, saw, I um, saw more, but you saw more. Amidst <laughs> a few, uh, I guess what you would call personal items of Sedevkar that are here, uh, you also find um, a number of scrolls that seem to have been written on, stitched together human skin. They're, they look like they might be in Persian or Arabic. Um, they have illustrations of horrific torture and things like that. And they are tied together with little sinews of human muscle. Uh, there are uh, a number of them. I think there's six. There's six. And those um, aren't deteriorating like the other skin? No. These no. are preserved better. They seem also to have been written in human blood. Yeah. Uh, along with the pieces of the Sedevkar simulacrum, you also have the knife. The knife itself is very odd looking. Uh, it seems to be, you would guess it's made out of bone, probably human bone, but it doesn't look like any bone from any person that you've ever seen. It's got little inlaid green stones um, that aren't faceted. They're sort of polished flat. There's a green leather binding on the handle, but the blade itself is very strange. It's shaped like a, a claw, and it seems to have little regular nicks in it, and it's black, black and non-reflective so it's not like it's not like uh, obsidian but it looks extremely sharp well obviously mm -hmm. sharp and very cursed for that matter we should wrap it up carefully in something impervious because a nick from it might cause unending pain yes to be hidden or destroyed or 
gotten Ooh. rid of this foul. Do a luck roll, Brother David. Spent a little. Wow. Uh, I filled that by exactly the luck I've spent. Yeah. Like one point. Irony. <laughs> In the attempt to wrap it up, which you, you are able to do if you're careful, you do discover that it seems to be able to cut through anything effortlessly. Oh, yeah. It must be put in maybe maybe the sea. What can was, what can make a thing like this safe? Was was there a sheath he had for it? There's not. A scabbard? He probably kept it in that stone hand or whatever that matter is. Well, if we could if we could get Brother Andres of Troy's and get him a proper tomb, we could hide the dagger in Andre of Troy's and bury it with him for all time. Yes, that is, that sounds like a noble possibility. It would give so, him something to do. It, well, remember would, that you were you were told by, by Baldwin to bring anything that you find back oh, to yeah, him. that's right. Yeah, so. yeah. You can't, you can't disobey Baldwin. So we can disobey Baldwin if it's a matter of um, our, our necro yeah, necromantic magic that should be must be destroyed or kept away. Yeah. You've I also got Merovac, who's the occult expert. That's right. The leper might know what to do with this thing. Uh it's it's wholly safe if held by the hilt. Yes, it is. But there's no way to wrap it. Well, you well, can if if you're like I say, if you're careful and you drape something around it and just don't wiggle it around much. Right. It might it stay in a box, especially if the box is made to hold the hilt. It won't yeah, wrap, hold the handle, and then have the blade not touch anything. All right. So well we'll we'll, we'll you want to go back to Maravac? Do you want to go to Cal Baldwin now that you've succeeded in your mission? I think Maravac for wisdom first, Baldwin for authority after. And should we take Andre's body away from oh, this? Yeah. Evil yes. place? Andre's not going to be left here in this hellish pit. Full of liquid he flesh. He deserves a proper burial. Exactly. Yeah. So we need a sack. Perhaps uh, we can fashion something out of it. One of our tabards again to carry the pieces of this blasted necromantic statuary away. And two yes. of us can bear on. I mean, we can bear Andre down the stairs easily enough, but across the city, it might be burdensome. We'll get a. Well, and you still have the Venetians out there. Yes, well, I don't. I mean, we can send them in to talk to their master, but I, I you don't, do have a boat. I do have the skiff. That's how right. you got here. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we expertly hit it well. We we retconned it under a under a rock on the riverside. Okay. 
So let's I'll give you a little bit of an apple. So what happens is you take the you you take the boat. Uh, you head back over towards uh, the the ship of plague or the ship of uh, leprosy. The pestis, yeah. Um, you give Merovac, uh, you show him the items, uh, and of course he marvels at the strangeness. Um, he invites you to come back tomorrow. He's going to look things up, and you can study. You can study the artifacts together, uh, but he he does suggest that you take the knife at least because it's a martial weapon to Baldwin and uh, let him see it. Uh, so you then take you take just the knife and all of the information with you back to Baldwin. Uh, Baldwin is amazed by the knife. It's amazing how it cuts, and he thinks it's going to be a treasure, but uh, you know, not used for any kind of evil um he'll have it he'll have it put into his stuff now as a reward he is going to reward each of you 50 gold marks and it says here by comparison uh the other men of the fourth crusade that were part of the sack they only got about 20 silver marks each uh, which they weren't exactly happy about, but uh, you're given quite a bit more. Uh, oh, and the and, and Merovac keeps the scrolls as well. Um, With this money, we can afford to take Andre back to Troyes to bury him in his family land. Yeah, he'll be given a, a burial. Uh, we We should also take some of this money and write of this epic journey we've just had in wonderful journal for posterity's sake. Maybe um, someone read it one day. Once you were off your little boat and, and crossing part of the city to get back to Baldwin, you notice something. There are soldiers on both sides, Venetian and, uh, and Franks, that are crying. They mm. seem to have reached a point of absolute remorse for the hideous horror that they've caused in the city. Um, nobody's fighting. Everybody is trying to help clean up and fix things. And it's as if that dark shadow that hung over the entire city uh, is gone. It's the soul of Andre blessing this blasted place. The next day, you all receive a summons from Baldwin. When you get to the palace, he's furious. Merovac has stolen the uh, simulacrum and the scrolls. He's murdered his crew and thrown them overboard, and the pestis is nowhere to be found. And uh, so he tells all of you, those of you who are left, you need to find him and retrieve whatever uh, the stuff that he stole. And so the book comes to the last page. 
Uh, somebody can read it. Friends, we trusted the wrong man. Mm. Would it be the ghostly voice of Andres reading this? Thus, the devil's abominable image was stolen from the hands of those who would have destroyed it, if only they had known the truth. That false monk, that evil leper, Brother Maravac, took the artifact as his own, and we know nothing of what he did with it afterwards. He himself was revealed to be a servant of Satan, and is called the Ancient Monstre, the Ancient Monster, by the Franks. But in the Turkish language, he is called Antique Canavar, which carries the same meaning. The noble and trustworthy knights searched long and hard to find him. It is not known that they succeeded. We know only that a new order was formed, the Knights of the Noble Shield, and their efforts continue even now to protect us from darkness. Even with that failure, the horrible wizard Zedefkar was dead. Thanks be to God. The Dragon's Claw... That keen-edged knife was safely sent to allies in the city of Zara. So it might be said that good had indeed triumphed over evil. But before his wretched life was snuffed out, the evil Turk had voiced a curse upon the European leaders of the crusade that within a few years our Emperor Baldwin was captured, tortured, and killed by the Bulgars, who also beheaded Boniface, and uh, the other leader of the crusade. The Venetian doge also died soon after, his body remaining in Constantinople. Within a few years, even the pope had died. The Latin Empire itself fell to the Greeks in 1261. Diaboli Simulacrum. And so, as uh, you want to all switch back into your other costumes... Or do you want to call it there? It's a little early, but we can then pick up with Trieste next week. We've still got yeah. 45 minutes. You want to do that? Yeah, I think I think that's a nice transition. Okay. Yeah. Then we will pick up with Trieste. Do you want to do you want to say anything? Your characters are now in the Oh uh, Gunter, after reading that, he kind of thinks if uh this evil that we're pursuing goes back to the fourth crusade it's like and they were unable to destroy it then do do you feel we have hope uh, the, I what i would have to say um gunter is that these knights and the monk who went and found sadefkar and killed him they didn't know what it was that they had in their their hands at the time. They had everything they needed. They had the scrolls and the simulacrum. Everything they needed to destroy it, but they gave it to, mm. to the wrong man, who yeah. evidently didn't keep it forever because we know it ended up in, in France with that. Or perhaps yeah. that monk was that same. Yeah. Um, it is encouraging to, to read that yeah. the that he had even with the armor, they were able to battle him and still defeat him. So it gives us hope that even if they do have some parts of this, we still have a good chance at, well, maybe not a good chance, but at least a chance 
to overcome. We also haven't had heard anything before in our journey on the train of a knife. No. In Zara, it said. That oh, it might still be extant. I don't know if, if I mean, if we pass through there in our travels, it might be worth looking into. It, but, I mean, while we're destroying the simulacrum, there's, I see no reason to leave such a artifact of evil just lingering somewhere. In fact, it might be part of the instructions for destroying the suit eventually, since it cuts through all things. Yeah. Possibly. Fair point. That that material, whatever whatever the simulacrum is made of, it's unearthly. I mean, it looks, it appears to be ceramic, but it's mm. you know, it's other Just its appearance. Otherworldly. With yeah. regard to the fact that the knights were able to defeat Sedefkar himself wearing it, I am afraid that the evil that this object or objects have been steeping in for hundreds of years has fed it to the extent that it exudes such a uh, toxic potentialities at a distance even fragmented now mm. and the skinless ones uh they are more uh, organized and informed than Sedefkar himself was, although he was capable, perhaps, of creating the thing if it did originate with him. Cool. Ah. Our players included Morgan Llewellyn, David Gasway, Stuart Lively, Keith Craig, and Josh Harwood, with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you would like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar two month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck good gaming.